tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Morning, welcome to Friday's tip today. Alison at the helm with you this morning. Coming up on this morning's show, we'll have Johnny Luby's weekly ramblings. He'll be joining us in just a moment. Also, concerns regarding the primary care centre in Thurless. We'll speak to one caller. Significant funding announced for Tipperary. We'll find out who will benefit exactly this morning. Are the I'm a Celebrity contestant pay packages over the top? One of our Tip Today listeners certainly thinks so, and they'll be telling us why later on today. Andrew Luby will also be back with us later on in the show. He'll be telling us what hot what is hot to watch this week. He'll also uh, give us his assessment of The Crown, I think, which started this week. And if you've been watching it, we'd love to hear uh, your take on it and what you've been uh, thinking about it. Doesn't match up to previous series. We'd love to hear your views on it. And of course, it's Friday, so our Friday panel will unpack the hot topics of the week. You can contact us, as always, text or WhatsApp 0833 or Emma is standing by on the phones on 1800-938-007. Also remember, we're going to give you another chance uh, during the next three hours to play the Tip FM Match 3 game. That's with Stakelum's Home and Hardware and Stakelum's Expert Electrical. Of course, that's playing out here on Tip FM five times daily. So listen out for your chance to play uh, just to give you a hot tip this morning, we'll probably do it probably before half ten. So if you want to register your interest with us, do text us now. Text our WhatsApp 083 311 But of course, just after nine on a Friday, who else are we going to talk to? Johnny Luby, good morning. Alison, good morning. You're in the... Hot seat today. I am. Well, sure. Look, you can only push friends so far before he. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. That's it, but he's good. Johnny, how's the week been? Ah, oh, yeah, today I shot the week. I suppose weather-wise, miserable, great, wasn't it? it? Absolutely miserable, you know. But uh, I suppose we're lucky that we have uh, the alternative, uh, the sport, uh, to keep us going. And I suppose if uh, the big one this weekend, of course, is the. Uh, for the ladies, the Mullenhone ladies, uh, they won last weekend a marvellous victory for them and heartiest congratulations to them. Yeah. Drum and Inch Komogi are out as well, so the very best of luck to them. They have a strong team for the last couple of years. They must have talks of experience, and I give them a huge chance at the weekend. And then, of course, Clan Mel Commercials, that great senior football club here in Tipperary, they take on the Cork Champions. I think I'm nearly certain that game is on television tomorrow night. Oh, great. Uh, you know, and listening to Tommy Toomey, the uh, expert there from Marvel Rose in Tip Town, he said they'll have to bring their pace to the game because when you come into the Munster Championship Games, it's all about a bit of pace yeah. and moving the and ball fitness. quickly and all that, and fitness. And Clan Mill, uh, I suppose, they're waiting a month now, but I'd say like they have played many games in between and they must be ready for the fray, so the very best of luck to them. I suppose on the GA front, Kilron McDonough, who had a marvellous year winning the county final, they went out to. Uh, Belly Gunner of Waterford. Uh, 
they put up a fair fight, but Barry Gunnar, of course, are all Ireland champions for the last year or two when they were fair out, which will be a brilliant uh, Munster club semi final with themselves. And uh, I think there's Napierschig uh, in uh, Limerick. Yeah. Uh, that game will be on in a week's time. And of course, then Ross Gray, who won the Premier Intermediate Holding, uh, they play, uh, their, they advance to a Munster semi final and just trying to see a temporary club advancing. I'd say they're fairly strong this year in that particular grade, so the best of luck to them. Grange Mokler put up a good battle last week and uh, against uh, I think it was Billy Giblin of uh, Cork, uh, whereas uh, uh, Upper Church Drumban had won the county junior A, but the fact that they have a senior club, uh, Grange Mokler then uh, went through as the representatives because uh-huh. that's that's their first team. I'm still very I, bitter about Bally Giblin after last year, Johnny. I haven't forgotten <laughs> it yet. Of course, Naples children down the road. Oh, sure, stop. We haven't heard the end of it since last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the worst of living on the oh. ball. But uh, Sallyhead, of course, our own club here from West Tipperary, they put up a big show in Clonolty on Sunday last. A huge crowd there, possibly one of the biggest crowds that we've seen at a, a, a junior A final. Uh, they were beaten by uh, Tuller Southfield. It was their fourth team, but they are, they are strong uh, Tuller Southfield when they can bring on Lark Corbett in the last couple of minutes and all. So uh, the, the Reds are all greedy. Like, they, they have huge experience at that level. And whilst they uh, Sallyhead put up a marvellous performance, nevertheless, uh, I suppose, uh, well done to uh, the Southfields. Uh, in the rugby, of course, last weekend was huge with Ireland beating South Africa. Yeah. It was certainly a tough game watching. I have no doubt that Ireland and South Africa had plenty of sore bodies for the entire week. And I'd say Do you think South a, Africa kind of maybe underrated us going into that game? Uh, I don't. Yeah, you see, of course, South Africa had no eager. Uh, Johnny, uh, could I could I stop you a sec just to move you a little bit? We're we're losing yeah. coverage a small bit. Perfect, good man. Yeah, I think South Africa have no uh, recognised kicker. That's, That's the if, thing. Yeah, and if they had, it, uh, definitely it, it would have ended in, in the draw. But let's take nothing from Ireland to put up a marvellous show. You know, I just feel that the likes of. Uh, um, Johnny Sexton at out half and uh, Pete Romani for the next season. Like, I'm on record of saying the whole time that when you're 22 or 3 a year makes no difference. But when you're 24 and 5 a year makes an awful difference. Yeah. And the whole cup will be coming then week after week. So I hope that they are remaining free. Then, of course, they have a big game this weekend, Fiji, and then they have Australia during two weeks' time and then they into the Heineken Cup mm. and then they into the Six Nations. So certainly it's going to take its toll. Would you uh, worry, when, Johnny, that maybe we we're, we're coming up to where South Africa are that once Johnny Sexton is gone we might be screwed with, for kickers as well. Yeah. I suppose we're not too bad here uh, like we have uh, Ben Healy who had a big game last night you know I like him actually I think yeah, he's a great actually, player uh, He's, I think he's ahead of uh, Calvary, you know, but um, uh, Healy has been playing well and well done to him, you know, and I suppose on the local front in the rugby as well, Clanmel had a good win last weekend, well done to them, Ashley and Nina had a big wins, and mm. of course Kilfeekle beat Abbey Field and Clan William won, but one club out there that uh, certainly uh, uh, has grabbed the limelight there is Fedot, who started back rugby they had rugby in Fedot back maybe 60 odd years ago uh, and uh, but they started back there maybe a few years ago and now they're top of Division 2 uh, well done to them you know and uh, I 
probably go over that way on Sunday to see them playing uh, Dunkerton in a vital league game uh, uh, at the top of the league. So, uh, yeah, and I suppose on the, uh, uh, the horse racing front, of course, the Clamella will chase you here at Advertise yeah. on Kip FM and they have the big day on Turf the next. It's a wonderful race day. It's kind of a great tree where top class horses from the Mullins and Elliots and all of them. There'll be a big crowd in Clamella on Turf day. And again, a sincere thanks to Clamella. They've been associated with this uh, chase for a, a good few years and well done to them. And of course, this weekend, Ali, the uh, Cheltenham starts off, which is really the uh, the start of the winter time when you hear the November beaten in Cheltenham. Uh, I have, uh, this is my first time probably as such outside of the COVID, maybe missing nearly 20 odd years. Uh, it's uh, an absolutely fantastic place just to walk in and take in the scenery and the crack and the atmosphere and all the top horses running in uh, Cheltenham and to see the, the Cotswold Hills in the background. It's absolutely fantastic. But things have gone very dear there as well. As I said really? last weekend, uh, yeah, a pint of Guinness in a plastic glass. I mean, £7.50 sterling. It is a case of rip off the bloody paddies. And that's it. But oh they, won't be, they won't be ripping me off this weekend, I'll tell you. Uh, and that and of course on the Greyhound team we have free admission tonight uh, in Clanmel and in many tracks around the country tonight but on Sunday night next in Clanmel they have six huge finals but the biggest one of all is the Monster Puppy Cup final that's sponsored by the stud dog owners there of uh, the frightful uh, flesh kennels and the uh, droopies and of course uh, Sean Burke's kennels there in Clarehan. Uh that's a final thing worth maybe five or six thousand to the winner it'll be a Huge crowd in Clamwell on uh, Sunday evening, please God. And Don Maloney, uh, they're a man from Leggingstown Golden or Leggingstown New Inn, uh, but he's more New Inn than Golden. Don has a greyhound in Trap 1 in the final, and the very best of luck to him to be marvellous to see him doing it. Graham Holland, they're a well known trainer two or three in the final and the best of luck to them all you know yeah. uh, and that but um, as I said there's free admission there to the dogs tonight so if anybody wants to go on have a look at the crack and the excitement and everything else that's it uh, on Sunday morning there's a coffee morning uh, in uh, the hall in New Inn there it's from the uh, local Komogi club and uh, you get a free coffee or a free tea oh very good and a bone. Now, I said there must be a catch in it. Bosco rang me. Bosco Maloney. I said, Jesus, Bosco, has to be a catch in this. Yeah, he says, you have to buy a cake. <laughs> so, so they've all, the, all the ladies out uh, uh, baking and uh, that and doing the cake so if you're looking for a place to go on Sunday morning from men can bake too Johnny that was, that was a very sexist <laughs> thing you just said there well I'll tell you one thing I would I don't know did I ever attempt it in my life but I'd I love fun, to see you baking yeah, I have a son who's actually top class as you know uh, by God he can turn out the stuff to bait the bloody band uh, Ali did you ever play that game of chaos called the game of 45. So I did years ago and I can't remember how to play it and I'd yeah. love to. Yeah, it's a wonderful game, you know, and it's uh, uh, the pubs at this time of the year, a few of them, they do take it on, but of course, just to get the, the lads to come in and play. And we do yeah. play we we do play in uh, Lacey's Pub in Ballydine, which is roughly between Golden and Clonolty or Dundrum in that neck of the woods. And uh, it's a wonderful uh, yeah. game. Well, with the the Bonham, is it, isn't the Bon of a great card you'd always be oh, yeah. What's the Bon of again, Johnny? Just uh, remind me. Yeah, I'd say to the house. That's it. Yeah. yeah, and uh, the other night, you know, of course, we have uh, we had one lady amongst the eight men that were playing a nine, which can be a great game, you know. And I was going to my play, and I used the word, uh, it was Nell Breen, 
She's a fine old scout. She's stubborn Cole Mandela, well-known families around the ball and kick him, snock a villa here and all of that. But I said, uh, when I go into my play, Nell, of course, down me. Uh, I said to her, Jesus, Nell, I said, wasn't you quick to get up on me? <laughs> <laughs> she says, John, Johnny Luby, everybody wants to get up on you. Oh, she God, said, Nell. She says, I couldn't let you off, she says, because you would throw back to five. But uh, it's a wonderful game, you know, and, in, uh, and as I said, at many of the points, but they also play the rings. It's big in laces on a Thursday night. Do you, do you ever play the ring board? No, never. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. Oh, you'll have to get out more, Ellie. I have to. Uh, what is, what's uh, the ring board? Is that just... Uh, yeah, the way you were bored there with the numbers on it and that, and you have rings oh, that yeah. throw them onto the board. Yeah. But uh, definitely, if you're doing that on a, on a Thursday night, you should call to Lacey's in Belly Dine and see would you enjoy the, the game of You'll rings. You'll have to no. take me down there somewhere. Uh, I have Tony. no doubt, you know. I was at a funeral last night in Cashel, there, Bert Huey in Golden, three pubs, there was three pubs in Golden, uh, the, the Bridge House, the Cornerstone, and of course, Tewey's well-known, mm. a well-known landmark. And I was talking to a few lads last night who were waiting outside to go in and uh, we were talking about the great games of cards and the way that they end up, end up in a bit of a row with, yeah. uh, uh, inside in Tewey's pub. And I say a row, just a row at the table. Uh, the questions, why didn't you do this and why didn't you do that? And we were, we were talking about the players who are now dead and gone and the way that they'd, they treated like an All-Ireland final, an yeah. ordinary game of of cabs, you know, uh, and at that time there was smoke and Tom Casey, Lord Milsonim, uh, would be maybe smoking the pipe and Paddy Berkeley would be smoking fags and between the gust of smoke and the whole heart herself to see the players mm-hmm. wink, winking and nodding, but that's for another day. Uh, I suppose the... Uh, yeah, just to say that uh, I was listening to the creep uh, yesterday to Tip FM where the... Uh, announcements for the extra funding there for care, Kelly Sure, and I think it was Ross Gray. Mm. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic. You know, I love to see care getting it because Andy Maloney is the front man down there in care. You know, he does so much work for care. It's a magnificent town mm. uh, and that and uh, well done to them. But also, uh, it's like everything else I there was somebody there on the news they were saying about there's some bit of a march or a protest on today and uh, the minister didn't agree with it or whatever it was I think it's for child minding I, I'd more that's right, it's for child care yeah. costs. Yeah. Child care, yeah. Well, I can't blame anybody for going protesting because uh, if, if the protest isn't done, uh, that is just to let them know that you are there. Remember the grey-haired march a good few years ago now mm. and the way that the elderly took to the streets and they got what they wanted. And then, of course, a couple of even only a couple of months ago, if we hadn't protested over the banks, over the elder banks closing, the bloody things would have closed behind our backs. Yeah. We don't protest so, half enough, though, do we? No, so you actually have to let, uh, let uh, the powers that be know that we cannot be walked upon. When I think of, the, again, as I often say, the Bank of Ireland in Care, the Bank of Ireland in Cashland, the Bank of Ireland in Templemore, an absolute disgrace that they were allowed to close down in the three most popular tourist towns in Tipperary, yeah. and not a whim from a TD or a government official about it. But uh, I'm delighted if the swimming pool, I meant to go up last Saturday, but I got held just as a, a to join the march for that swimming pool in Templemore. Certainly should be given over to the, the thing. The pool is there for everybody to enjoy. And it's not a huge thing if youngsters, it shouldn't be a huge thing if youngsters want to, uh, uh, with their parents, to go up to the swimming pool to learn how to swim and the whole lot. It's a facility that's there. It's costing money anyway. 
whether you have whether uh, you open or don't open it. So you might as well open it up to the general public and let them belt away. And well done to uh, Jackie Kale for bringing it up in the doll and Mr. Lowry and Alan Kelly and those guys guys and maybe Martin Brown and them like uh, and the uh, people uh, on the ground who started it uh, yeah, yeah and the people on the ground who started it Matty like and them all of them, I would have to say well done to them like uh, and that but Jackie was in the the powers that be because they are in office uh, and that and hopefully something will come through because uh, Michal Merton had to kind of step in then and say mm. look it should be okay and and that is the power of marching as well you're not interfering yeah. with anybody but you just let them know that you cannot be walked upon because if this generation don't keep it going well then the next generation won't have anything to keep going because it'll be dead and gone Johnny, another topical thing from the week is I'm a celebrity. A lot of people watching that. Are you watching it? No, I don't bother with no. them. No, but no, I don't I'd bother with them. I'd love to see you in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. <laughs> You'd say uh, the minute you yeah. lend. Yeah, I mean, like the amazing young man in England, Hancock, I think was his name. Matt uh, Hancock, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like he got fired out of his government job for going on it. I mean. Uh, what a silly thing to do to fire the man for going on. That's what I think. Let him on away to hell. Let him make a fool of himself or let him uh, advertise himself as a top-class man. He was just doing it for the... I don't know. Look, of, I mean, does he not have a responsibility to his constituents and not be freaking out does, but Australia? Sure, um, yeah, but listen, look, hey, life goes on, doesn't it? Uh, and that, uh, but anyway, look, they're always... Look, uh, of course, just like everything else, when you build up a thing on the media, then people will start watching it then because he goes on it then. You know, that kind of... of, of it's all about the power of the media, isn't it? Yeah. And of course, then, during the week, we had uh, the... Part to, I suppose child interference and that in the schools and that or, look listen to me some it's horrific stories it, uh, some uh, unbelievable I mean I was awake this morning there at maybe 6 o'clock listening to this and I said that I even nudged herself I said to hear all that I said it's an absolute scandal that it's that, that this has been going on behind people's backs and nobody have, seems to have known yeah. you know I mean it's absolutely frightening uh, and that's where people uh, and the shame is these people will never face justice that's the that's, really sad thing that's it Charlie that's about the size of it uh, and that's so I suppose many people will be getting ready now Ali, for the Christmas markets and uh, uh, everything else have you so, your decorations up? I have no as a matter of fact uh, I suppose uh, with the cost of electricity and the whole lot you see uh, the, the trees won't be lit as early uh, as early this year we just can't uh, we have to cut back here and there but then yeah. of course uh, by Joe Biden and the uh, uh, Chinese or the Japanese that this world uh, climate change thing outside and abroad and they're throwing yeah. they're throwing money at this that and the other thing they have the biggest countries in the world uh, and that and I don't know how they observe this climate change at all at all and here we are in Ireland here this, uh, the 65th biggest island in the world and we nail in the people for burning turf yeah. I just can't get my head around the whole bloody thing you know but uh, it's like everything else uh, I, I don't think that's what we do here will have a huge uh, uh, influence on it but then again we have to be seen to uh, uh, jump on the bandwagon with the climate change and that. I'm not saying we shouldn't have it but definitely we shouldn't be nailed uh, uh, at the very start you know with yeah. cows and diesel and electricity and the whole bloody lot but anyway I do see uh, the prices have gone down though I think steadily over the past few days I've noticed they've gone down about 4 cent in diesel anyway yeah you see uh, uh, what I'd be wondering is if this war ends, or when it ends, will the diesel come back to a, a, a euro a litre? 
Oh, I doubt, I doubt it. it. I doubt it very much. Yeah. For somebody getting out of it the whole time, I mean, uh, it's sad to watch television there and you see houses blown up in the Ukraine and hospitals and schools and everything else, and the world stands by and watches watches this all. I uh, I think the Russian man is getting uh, uh, enough of it now, but like, it's like everything else. Uh, uh, I I taught myself at the very start it should have been stopped from the from the time that it that it that it took off at that particular time and maybe seven or eight months ago. They shouldn't have, shouldn't have been allowed like that. They controlled the whole thing, but anyway. But the problem then is interference from other countries, which has just driven it on even more then as well. But that's you know, right, Jen, of course. There's no right answer. Yeah, and Elliot, of course, we'll just say that we're getting, the, we'll just say guess and we're getting it from some other country who are getting it from another country who are getting it from Russia anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. so like uh, whilst they were trying to tie the news around uh, uh, Russia, the plain facts of the matter is that we are paying for it. Exactly. I mean, we're paying for it big time, but look, does anybody give a hoot anyway? Does he? Can I bring you a couple of uh, listener texts? Actually, there's one listener taking issue with the fact that you didn't mention the Mullinahone ladies footballers win their second monster final championship oh, in two That's years. Just, well, I, I, I you didn't into, hear it. I thought you did all right. I yeah. did, yeah. The Mullenhorn ladies. I, I even put them up at the very start. You did. Well, there you are now, listener. No, you uh, see, they don't, they don't get up on time. They don't. Another one said, Johnny, don't forget the Brackens uh, who beat Lockmore in the mid-senior final. Brackens done the double. Oh, thank God. I, hey, and they had a fairly good year, Brackens, I suppose. They were a kind of fancying themselves uh, for the whole, and I think it was Lockmore that beat... Oh, it was Arthur Church, I think, to beat him in the uh, county championships. But uh, Brecken's had a brilliant deal. Like, I mean, to do the double is... To do the double is unbelievable, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, you absolutely. Know, I mean, like, uh, I suppose uh, there's not too many clubs out there uh, would do the double. A uh, lot more, certainly. They were in hard look last year outside of the county. Uh, and that. But... Uh, uh, overall, like to, to win the divisional final in holding and football, a huge year for them, and their day will come when they when they when they're not too far away from the county scene as well. Mm. It's all uh, about a bit of experience and that. So uh, the bingo is, in Golden is going ahead every Thursday night. Bingo, I think, in killing all on a Monday night from now on. I think I heard it on Tip FM, and of course, uh, you have the driving bingo in Gortnoe. Uh, I better give them a mention as yep. well. So Perfect, that's about Johnny. it, Ellie. Thanks. Till next week, Johnny. Have a good week and we'll be talking to you then. Right, be good. Have a right, good one. Thanks, right, Johnny. Thanks, thanks. That's the great Johnny Luby there. He was talking about Christmas lights and, and putting up decorations and things like that. And it brings to mind the, the story on the front of the Daily Mail today. RTE have been ordered to switch off its Christmas lights display for two hours each day. That's in an effort to save money and energy in a move that has been branded Scrooge-like. The order from the OPW was handed down despite the National Broadcaster's electricity bill for its annual festive mass display, which can be widely seen throughout County Dublin. It now totals just over €110, uh, €110 I think, over the uh, Christmas season. Staff were told about the new order in an internal memo, but I think it mimics kind of what's happening in households. I think a lot of people will delay putting up their uh, decorations. I have seen a few trees up, though, around the county in recent days, but I think for the vast majority of people, they may delay putting them up this year uh, just to kind of save the expense of the lights. If you're one of those, we'd love to hear from you. 083 311 or 1800 938 007. We're back after this. 
Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. 